0: everybody and welcome back to the Cinefessions podcast. I am one of your three hosts. My name is Brandon Shawan, and we also have Chris Ranson and Ash Collins. Gentlemen, how the hell are you? It's great to be back on here. Chris, you just moved recently. How's life on the beach?
1: Great cuz I still haven't officially started a job, so I have like another week of vacation.
0: That's awesome, but you said you just landed another job today, right?
1: Yes, and it's like early morning done by noon kind of thing, so
0: Okay. What is that one? I'm I haven't even heard yet. Can you say it uh, um, on air? Is that okay?
1: Sh- sh- sure, sure. <laughs> it's um doing doing inventory for uh Target.
0: Oh, okay. So, so that's kind of like a discount. You're gonna be a fucking so, like expert then, right? Because isn't that kind of what you do at uh, the other job too?
1: Basically, yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm excited about the 10% off discount yeah. I get.
0: So. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Ash, how is the new hours treating you?
2: Uh, I'm adjusting.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, so it's it's pretty fucking late for you right now, right? Because you're usually in bed at this point, or what time do you normally go to bed now?
2: Uh, around now, usually, okay. between 8 and 9 is when I'm starting to go to bed, just because I have to be up at 4, so. God,
0: that is ridiculously early. What time do you get out?
2: Well, I'm out at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. So, yeah, work at 5 to 1, so that's not bad, but it, that's a hell of a lot better than working noon to 8 p.m. And then like up until 10 o'clock on a Friday.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Do you like the person you're working with a little bit better now?
2: Oh, hell yes. Good.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, she's so, awesome. So. That's great. I'm happy. I'm happy. Um, so we just officially ended CSSC four the Cinefession Summer Screams Challenge 4. I'll admit it, this year things got in the way and my focus was not completely on it. I discovered Minecraft and uh, I, I've just actually recently been into like a retro game, Kick. I started playing Legend of Zelda for the first time, which Newsflash is a pretty fucking amazing game. Um, Chris, without thinking too hard about it, favorite movie of CSSC4? Go.
1: Oh god, I don't even remember what I watched. <laughs> um, uh, wow, I
0: know what um, it wasn't. New Year's Evil.
1: Oh, that... That, that was, that was terrible. Um, no, that was pretty awesome. Um, oh man. I'm not even sure. Like, there wasn't, I don't think anything like really stood out as amazing that I watched. Everything kind of was mediocre. That was new, at least. Mm mm-hmm. You know, as said to see late phases and it was just kind of, eh. No. Nah. Girl walks home alone at night was kind of, eh. I, I don't know. I didn't really have one. I mean, even Jurassic World let me down. Um, I don't know. What about you,
0: Ash? What stood out for you this year? Anything at all?
2: Oh, God. Blowing through both Star Wars and all of the Star Trek movies, that was a blast.
0: Hmm.
2: A little mind-numbing. but (laughs) 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 That was a lot of space opera, but I was okay with that.
0: Right. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of, you have the complete Cinefashion series review of Star Trek incoming. It's just a matter of me sitting down and... And getting it ready to go. Uh, so we have that coming up. You have a. did you, do a, you did a Star Wars one coming up. Haven't haven't got that one yet. But that's totally fine. Because I'm still wor- working through the Star Trek one. So we have the <sighs> Star Wars series review. The Star Trek series review. Instance and Affessions will be live Friday. Which we're recording this on Thursday evening. So it would probably go live Saturday. So Instance and Fashion's up there. Which was filled with a bunch of recommendations from Ash this week. So definitely be sure to check that one out. So the reason we are back here again, recording for the first time in 2015—well, it's not exactly true. We recorded once back in like February or something, but my computer fucked up, and so we didn't actually record anything at all. <laughs> so that podcast lives on only in Chris Ash and I's head and our hearts because it was wonderful. It was a Clive Barker perspective. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun, but we just never got back around to re-recording it. But Yeah, that one still bugs me. And so I'm hoping this one records. If it doesn't, then we're talking to nobody, but that's all right. That's pretty much who we talk to anyway, right? So (laughs) that's totally fine. But as anyone who reads the site knows, we are huge fans of the Scream series. Some of us may like Scream 4 more than others, but that's a discussion for another time. But right now, we want to talk about the MTV Television series Scream. Now, this of course was put out because of these, because of the Scream series. But after the first episode, I, I, the the relation between the the TV series and the movies is kind of non-existent to me. Uh, but before we jump into, I just want to let you guys know we're kind of doing this in a different different format than usual. Normally, we take a lot of time and edit it, but this time I want to kind of keep the editing down to a minimum and keep it more conversational. We don't really know how long the podcast is going to run yet. But that's okay. This will probably be shorter. We're kind of shooting for shorter sessions. And more consistent sessions. We have a goal of podcasting through this Scream TV series. Because we are such fans of the movies. We want to talk about the series. And we've all been excited for it. Um, So. Spoiler alert right now. When we talk about the Scream TV series. We are assuming that we are talking. Amongst people that have seen the show already. So this pilot episode. No holds barred. We're talking about everything. Um, so if you haven't seen the episode, pause us right now. Go watch it. You can actually find it on MTV's web uh, the website MTV.com, and you can watch the TV series there if you haven't uh, if you haven't seen it yet. But I'm guessing if you're listening to us, you've probably seen it. So we'll just jump right into it. All right. I didn't really know exactly where this TV series was going to go before I started watching it. I didn't, I tried to avoid as money as much about it as I possibly could. And so I didn't know how related it was going to be to the, to the movies. Um, And I, I admit, I am very surprised. So just giving a rundown, this, this story is set in a town called Lakewood. We have a new cast of characters. It's basically a bunch of, unknowns in the acting world, which is is totally fine. They're all young and beautiful. My wife commented that there's couldn't possibly be that many beautiful people in one classroom at one time, but that's MTV for you. So we have, we have these two women, these two girls, they're high school girls. They're making out in the car and somebody's recording. We obviously were like on a cell phone camera or whatever, watching these two girls make out. And immediately they loaded up to like some, Uh, basically like a YouTube essentially is where it ends up and, um, it goes viral. And so the whole school knows about it. And so right from the beginning, you have two girls making out. I didn't mind that at all. That was fine. Um, what did you guys think of that opening scene? So from the makeout scene, we go right into the, the opening scene, which is going to contain our first kill of the, of the series. Um, Chris, what were some initial thoughts? I know you watched the first eight minutes. There was like a preview on whatever night it was, Tuesday night, Monday night, whatever it was, for the first eight minutes. And you said you might have had some problems with it, but you're excited to see it anyway. So what were your thoughts on that on that first opening?
1: Well, I mean, it's a very carbon copy of the first Scream film with, yeah. you know, girl alone in a house. You know, she's getting text messages instead of phone calls, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um I liked it. I didn't really care for the characters that we were just introduced to. But, I mean, they're fodder. You know they're gonna die.
0: Right, like, yeah.
1: Um. The, the blood was decent. You know, they kind of shy away a little, but they showed just enough for me to be excited. Mm-hmm. But my biggest problem is, <clears throat> is Scream has always been about not going with the norm of horror. So, it, it was like some pseudo, like stab one flashback to her in Scream 2 (laughs) where Heather Graham is stripping naked and the audience is going ballistic in the theater and just watching this girl strip down I'm like that's just going against everything that Scream was about it's just it's like a third step in to itself like it's just (laughs) and it was kind of weird but that kind of threw me off a little Mm -hmm.
0: what about you Ash what were your initial thoughts on that opening scene
2: um Actually, the, the thing that kind of threw me off uh, initially about it was the uh, there's like an opening shot. We're looking at a dock and you hear that Daisy, Daisy, bring me your Daisy, do. And I was like, how the hell is this related to anything even remotely? Because <laughs> the the they just cut away to the two from that to the two girls making out in the car. And I was mm-hmm. like, OK, that was just abrupt transition. But I admit that sparks later because of what comes up later. But it was just it was odd the way they transitioned that. Uh, I did like the, I did like the whole viral thing. That was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I
0: felt like it took what Scream Four was trying to do uh, with make the commentary on like social media and just took it tenfold, took it even further, which I liked.
2: Yeah, I I, I still haven't seen Scream Four, so. <laughs> oh <laughs> but, man. Uh, What? What? I know. I know. I'm terrible. Um, but uh, they, uh, I did like it. It did feel a lot like Scream. Uh, they change up some of the uh, the events and stuff like that, but it was, it was, <sighs> the torment was different and it wasn't as playful. It was malicious. Uh, like they were like, I mean, yeah, Scream was really malicious and they were going after these people to, you know, to, this girl, the killer and terrorizer, but it was a very different kind. It was, it was more subtle. Like the other one, you, you know, he's up to some weird shit and this one, you're just kind of like, uh, is it the boyfriend you know screwing with her or what you know mm-hmm. um I kind of liked it and kind of didn't it was just it, I don't know it just it felt too much like all the other screen movies have opened this way so we have to open this way type of thing so that that was my only complaint about it other than that I thought the setup was pretty good
0: yeah well i'll admit I, I took notes throughout the whole throughout the whole show and one of my notes here was great opening I really enjoyed the opening um, I the the girl was you know in her bikini with the within the first like three minutes of the show which <laughs> is is awesome. and then we had uh, when she's running around after the the prosthetic head gets thrown into the the hot tub, which the prosthetic head it was pr- it was a practical effect but it like it didn't look anything at all like Tyler who is th- the, whose head it was supposed to be because he was the boyfriend who dropped her off. And so that w- that was kind of iffy, but I like that they're you know they went practical with it as opposed to CGI. So that's a, a good sign for for the future. Even if I wasn't a huge fan of, of the actual prosthetic itself, but when she she's using Siri on her phone or whatever the hell the equivalent is to what her oh. phone is, and she says call nine one one, and so it says calling Pottery Barn. I mean that was fucking hilarious. I, I was laughing out loud on that one. I and I laughed out loud a couple times in that opening scene. I just I thought the. I, I, I liked who these two characters were I, I was a little disappointed that they you know were just fodder for for our ghost killer because I thought they were funny and that's that's always a positive thing um, the yeah the first kill it's very much an homage to the uh, you know to the original scream. Um, even going so far as having her stabbed and then crawling away, trying to get to safety and then coming up behind her and slicing her throat. It was kind of the same camera angle, the way they did it and everything. Um, and so I like that a lot just because it it shows that, you know, they're, they're paying respect to what has come before. Um, so we had that opening. I enjoyed it. And then the mask is revealed, which the mask, you know, if you are following uh, you know, us on social media at all on Twitter or if you're following MTV and on, on Twitter, you've probably already seen the mask. but there was a big hoopla when the mask was first released because they changed it. They have this ghost face mask that I used to dress up for, for Halloween for like 10 straight years. And then they moved, changed it to this new, I don't, it's, it's, it's still reminiscent of the ghost face mask to me, but it's different. It's, I don't know. It's uh, more subtle, I guess.
1: It and, seems slightly deformed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of and,
1: and there's a reason for it. I mean, they're. From what I've heard is, it goes with the backstory that we're learning. Okay, as well, but that's why it looks different.
2: Right. Yeah. See, that was that was what I immediately jumped to as soon as we started getting the backstory. I was like, oh, we know who the killer is. Maybe. Right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I, I mean, I I think the mask works. It was effectively creepy, is what I wrote down. I, I, I like the mask. I didn't I didn't have a problem with the mask. Um, so we go from from this opening, and we start meeting the characters that we're actually going to be spending time with. One would assume throughout the rest of the series here, or you know, at least until they are picked off one by one. Um, we meet. Um, let me pull up my notes here. We meet Emma, who's this uh, once. I don't know, once geeky, now popular, but still very smart, attractive lead. Um, she's dating Will, who's her boyfriend. Um, they have the their group of friends. Uh, Jake, who's like the the jock of the group. He reminded me of um, Billy. Right, Billy? Yes. From Yeah, from, from Scream. And then we meet Audrey, who is the bi-curious, as they later come out and say, character that we met in the very beginning. Uh, the one who was making out with the other girl and she is um friends with Noah who is very much so the Randy character from from the original scream series
1: he's Randy 3.0 since there's 2.0 and 4
0: yep so. exactly right thoughts on this group of people what do you, what, uh, what were your initial thoughts on these guys i mean i know you guys were talking about before we started recording you just didn't you didn't know any of them outside of their like this movie equivalents any other thoughts on them at all?
1: Um, the, everyone is just a carbon copy from the original movie. Mm-hmm. Like straight down to it. Um, you forgot Brooke who is a yeah. 40 year old high schooler. Right. Um, she, she looks a little old to be there. She does. But, um, like she's obviously Tatum. The other guys, obviously Stu, like, and it, they play off of it throughout the episode, but the dialogue is part of me wants to say it's an homage. The other part of me just wants to say it's really bad. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I had problems with it. I don't um, the know the characters. Do you
0: have any specifics? Because like I, I I liked it. Like I was laughing a lot throughout the whole episode. I don't know. I, I kind of felt well, more homage than bad. I, I didn't, even if it wasn't an homage, I, I still didn't see anything bad that I, I was like, oh, that's cringeworthy dialogue, you know?
1: It just, it felt off. Maybe it's because I've seen Scream so many times mm-hmm. that I can, you know, quote the whole movie while I watch it. And right. I just watched it on Sunday. <laughs> but there, <sighs> Brooke uses some line when they're sitting there. And I can't remember mm-hmm. what it was, but it was very reminiscent of the line that Tatum uses when they're sitting around the fountain.
0: Um, That's the scene that immediately came to my mind too. Was was the when they were sitting around the fountain from the original movie.
1: But, but, but I don't, offhand, I don't remember what it was.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, what about this backstory? So, the first thing that was kind of odd to me, the the first thing that kind of like took me out of it was when we started going to this like flashback scene. Um, it just felt out of place with everything that was going on up to that point. Ash, what did this work for you? What do you what did you think about the backstory that we get here? Basically, this elephant man that falls in love.
2: Actually, I liked the backstory just because that's not not something we got in Scream at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it was different, which is good uh, because it was it sets it apart. Uh, because I yeah, the we had that with Sydney in in Scream, but we didn't really. You know we had the kind of unreliable narrator as opposed to you know it's like we're getting this the backstory through Sydney and it's basically we're getting the backstory through exposition and so we didn't know what actually happened to her mother or who did this who did that or any of the you know events leading up to it and you kind of learn those throughout the movie and scream so them kind of jumping in and changing the backstory kind of it uh it gives it its own, its own feel and it, you know, a different type of monster. It's not just, uh, you know, it's not just a, Oh, the, we, uh, the cotton weary is in jail and we don't have to worry about it. They have, you know, well, this mysterious guy died 15 years ago or whatever it was, or it was 20 years ago. I can't remember. Uh, 20. Yeah. Yeah. It was not 20. And, uh, you know, well, he could be back You know type of thing because we're getting all this mysterious stuff going on and, and so on and so forth. Um, which I kind of like uh, it, it adds a little bit to it um, and that's what... right now yeah as at the end of the first episode you don't know who's doing it type of thing right and you point at like four or five different characters and they're all plausible but you know don't know so yeah. I, I like that introduction to it it was it was interesting you know they don't they don't really talk about you know them finding the guy's body or anything mm-hmm. like that so
0: Yeah, I like the backstory. Yeah, I like the backstory itself. I just I, I didn't like the way it it was odd the way they went into it because they you know it was just it it threw me off just the way it kind of uh, what what the the camera like scrolls down or like you know moves down and it goes into this backstory just strange, Um, but immediately after hearing this backstory, I just I I, why all I thought to myself was why the hell is this called the screen why is this called scream if we're gonna go into supernatural territory on top of it all. It's just, I don't know. I'm interested to see where it goes, but I, I don't want it to go supernatural. And the, you're talking about like all these different red hairs, like who did it They're Virtually every fucking character in the show could be, you know, this killer, or it could be Brandon Jacobs. We don't know, but. Yeah, the, the backstory is interesting. It definitely sets it apart, but it almost sets it apart too much for me. It's like, well, wh- why are we even, are we doing it just so we can use dialogue and, and themes that were from the original Scream? You know, we can use these carbon, co- carbon copy characters. I don't know.
1: But well, that's what I think with the carbon copies, I think they're using it as a red herring all by itself because mm-hmm. you, you suspect it's going to be the Stu and the Billy. Right. Or, you know, there, there's apparently characters we haven't met yet. Okay. They're going to introduce that are like key players as well. But I mean, there's certain characters that you know it's not. Mm hmm. Like, you know, it's not one of the lesbians because of the end of the episode. Right. But other little things. But there's obvious red herrings that they're throwing in. But I'll let you go because the next scene I had my biggest problem altogether.
0: Okay. I hope I don't skip it. Because I I'll, my next note I'm going I'm going through my notes here trying to like you know because r- I don't remember exactly what the order it went but the, I'm, I'll talk about this one and if we skip that we can go back one of my favorite scenes in the whole episode was the Brooke and the teacher scene that cracked my shit up I don't know I love it it was, it was it was hilarious and I, I like Brooke I well she's hot I think she's hot and and the way she's playing this character I really I think it's I think it's hilarious but I thought that scene was just really funny and. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely interested to see where that relationship goes. What was the line? It was something like, w- what, what am I going to do if you call me on Saturday night and ask me if I'm wearing any panties? And then she goes up to kiss him and she's like, and the answer's no or something like, I don't know. It's just fucking hilarious. Like I was dying, but well, what, what scene were you talking
1: about? It's actually the classroom scene where, um, okay. The, the nerdy guy is talking about why there's never been a TV slasher series mm-hmm. before. Which is funny because there was Harper's Island. Right. Which they, they don't mention at all. Which is God. weird in itself because half the writers for Scream wrote Harper's Island.
0: Oh, really? I didn't realize that.
2: Yeah. Maybe they're trying to make us forget about it?
0: Yeah. Everybody <laughs> else has, except Chris, apparently.
2: Well, come on. It was that... the only one. But <laughs> I, I did like that they named dropped like Hannibal and
1: Bates mm-hmm. Hotel. And, yeah, definitely. You know, keeping it fresh and current. but Right.
2: I had well, wasn't it. The, wasn't Harper's Island, though, technically a miniseries? Not an actual series series? I don't think so. It
0: was supposed to be... I think it was supposed to go on for multiple seasons, but it just got canceled.
2: Well, it finished its
1: storyline. Did it? Kind of like, like Scream yeah. series is only 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. You, you know, will they continue? That's... That depends on ratings. <laughs> right. <laughs> but Would I'm I... sure it has its finale, where it's all tied up if need be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the thirteen episode series. That's what I'm going with.
0: Yeah, you could be right. Ash. I thought it was. I thought it was planned for multiple seasons, but obviously, I don't know. I, I didn't watch it. I just remember vaguely. No, I never watched yeah. it at all.
1: Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's decent until the killer's revealed.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. So there's a few of these characters. I just like. I genuinely like them. Like I like Emily. Um, M. I guess I don't know. M. Emily, whatever. Emma. I don't know what the fuck her name is. The main, like the main girl. Sydney. Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: The Sydney She'll, equivalent. Okay. Uh, yeah. The the Sydney equivalent. She reminded me of uh, Imogen Poots from *Fright Night*. Uh, the remake. Absolutely. Uh, actually, a lot. It was like when I first watched, it, I was like, "Wait a minute, is that her?" It's like, <laughs> "Oh, I guess not." But uh, yeah, that was interesting.
0: Yeah, and I like Audrey, the the les- or the or vicarious girl, and I like Noah a lot, which is, you know, the Randy the Randy equivalent. Um, and so I'm, at the end of the episode, uh, Noah goes on, you know, this basically screaming at the viewer not to worry about the horror, but worry about the characters. And, I, you know, I'm only, what, 15, 20 minutes into the episode, and I actually, I do like a lot of the characters already. Um, so that's a, that's a good step in the right direction.
1: I can't stand Will. I find him so smarmy, like worse than Billy. Which
2: one's Bill? The Billy equivalent. The, oh, well, is boyfriend. Will his boyfriend? Or is he? No, the, or are you talking about the jock? No,
0: I'm no, talking about
2: Emma's boyfriend.
0: Oh yeah, I, I agree.
2: Yeah, I, I don't like him either. I don't think we're meant to like those too much, though. That's not <laughs> so good. Might... Like, yeah, but like you liked Billy and Stu, kind of.
1: Well, at least Stu. and he was still that. Weird, creepy, douchey character saying that those off-color. He was hilarious remarks. That's
0: what. That's the thing. Like I, I, I laugh at the jock. What's okay? I got to scroll down. What's the jock's name again? Jake, Jake the jock. That's easy to remember. I like Jake's character in terms of uh, he makes me laugh. I guess, but that's that's about it so far. And at the end, you know, everyone's got a secret, and then he he's. Uh, his, You know, they show his laptop, but we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Um,
1: I forgot he existed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you just mentioned that.
0: Um, so we go through the episode, and eventually they decide to have a party for the—for, um— God, these fucking names. <laughs> Who got killed at the beginning of the
2: episode? See, uh, see uh, that's not a good sign. <laughs>
1: man, oh man. It was like a P or something.
2: Drew Barrymore's character. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, whatever the chick who gets killed at the beginning, they have a they have like a memorial for her, right. So it's just basically a kegger, and so all these high school kids are um, get together and have a party in honor of the the fallen classmate, and they also set up. At I think it's at this point. It might be earlier. I think it's earlier when they're watching the computer in the grass. But they set up that they don't know where. Taylor, Troy. <laughs> they don't know where her...
2: it was. Taylor, that I or do Tyler. Remember. I think it's Tyler. Tyler, maybe Tyler. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Tyler, yeah, it's Tyler. They don't know where Tyler is, and so basically, Ghostface has has framed Tyler to be the killer, and so we'll see where that goes.
1: But how very Sydney's dad.
0: I mean. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right.
1: Well, except they already beheaded him, <laughs> mm-hmm. so. <laughs> or, or so we think. It could have been a fake
0: head. It could, yeah, because it looked like shit. So it very well could have been a fake head but so these characters are all here and and they're talking about, you know, who did it. And then we hear more about Brandon Jacobs. And uh, um, eventually we find out some more backstory that the, the smart girl, Emma or Emily M the smart girl, M and Audrey were actually old friends in in middle school. And then they uh, kind of split up in high school and she, they just fell in with different crowds. And so, we learn a little backstory there, but M is clearly interested in becoming friends with Audrey again because she has guilt over the video that was – she was – you know, she didn't actually film it, but she was a part of it. So she has guilt over that. She's trying to mend that friendship. Um, and then at one point, the Randy equivalent, Noah, passes out, and he wakes up – I think it was after the commercial break or something. He wakes up outside on the dock that we see in the very beginning that Ash mentioned and talk about a Friday the 13th vibe. Yeah, definitely.
2: Definitely. definitely. Especially when he started to go under, I was like, Oh shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. And then not only that, we, there was also a, um, my bloody Valentine. I don't know if it was just a reference or what, but the mom, M's mom receives the package, right. With Daisy on it. And she opens it up and it's a heart which is, you know, straight out of My Bloody Valentine. So it's just...
1: Well, I, I'm i getting, like, the whole backstory is very My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, like, yeah. It yeah, feels that true. way.
0: It's true. Yeah, so I, I just feel like it's 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 using the Scream title, but it's just essentially taking aspects of, you know, all of our favorite slasher films and kind of uh, throwing it at the wall and seeing what will stick for a TV series, which, I mean, could be fine i'm not it's not a it's not a a diss on the movie it's not a a negative necessarily it's just something uh, i'm noticing but there's that one scene between m she kind of gets mad at her boyfriend cuz she finds out that he's lying at one point um, his cell phone wasn't really fucked up he just was hanging out with his buddy and probably having sex with somebody else but we don't know yet.
1: Legit, we can't remember her name. Exactly.
0: The dead one now. And so um, they run away. She runs away from him. And then she kind of finds her way into this. I don't even know what the hell it is. A greenhouse, a shed, a garage, whatever the hell it is. And meets. That's when we finally start talking with our new guy in town. um, Kieran Karan? How? I don't want to say his name. I think it's Kieran. Kieran. So we start talking with Kieran, and he is just. I, what do you guys make of him? I can't. I don't know.
1: I'm not sure. He, he's the ultimate red herring.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely.
1: And I mean, I have a theory. That I'm going to say for, for like the end of the epi- our speech here. Okay. I'm assuming we're going to take some shots at who we think it is. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I, I have a I have a good theory.
0: Okay. So we'll wait there. I, one thing that made me laugh was um, she's like, "Yeah, my boyfriend had sex with the deceased," and he goes, "Yeah, necrophilia really is a problem, or something." <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's just a lot of lines that made me laugh. Like, <laughs> I, I laugh. At okay, a lot well, of things, I don't know
2: but... if it's a spoiler or not, um, but on IMDb, the cast list: um, Bella Thorne, who plays Nina Patterson, who was the one who died in the episode, uh, is only in one episode, and Tyler is only in one episode.
1: Oh, okay. So, I, yeah, don't don't go any further down because it breaks down who yeah, dies on what episode.
0: <laughs> I was going on there to try to get the names, and I was like, "Fuck, I got to avoid this, like the plague." This gives you how many episodes I mean, it could in just and be all that wrong. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Let's hope. All right, so he he ends up, um, so they end up making out. So there's a you know a, a, a little twist there, and makes out with the new guy, Kieran, and so then Noah appears on the on the dock. And he tries to swimming back to shore, starts screaming, something's pulling him under, or what's going on. He doesn't know. And so then Kieran jumps in and saves his life, yada yada yada. Um where would we go from there? I don't even remember. Somebody pick it up.
1: Uh the garage scene with Brooke and it's very tame, yes. but nothing happens, and Will threatens her if she ever yeah. gets in the way between him and Emma. Like I like that scene. I, I like the little throwback, but it, I knew nothing would happen Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we have a big cast and we have nine more episodes to kill them off.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I like when we get the phone call, which I'm surprised it took as long as it did, but they were text messaging earlier in the show. So we get our first phone call toward the end of the episode and M receives it, clearly, because she's the Sydney equivalent. And again, it sounds different, but he sounded fine. I didn't have a problem with how it sounded.
1: Uh, I just thought he was just kind of blah, like, I don't know. He didn't feel evil or mean or threatening. It was kind of like, he was calling and say, Hey girl. Yeah. It felt more, it felt more naturalistic.
0: Right. It felt more naturalistic as opposed to the, you know, the voice, the scream voice that, that they have. Um, and so, but I don't, that kind of go, I don't know, like the mask is a little, um, I don't know. the, The mask is less, uh, less of a caricature then the ghost face mask the original ghost face mask just is you know the the way it's developed isn't quite as broad as the original one and so i kind of it felt like the voice fit with what the new ghost face mask uh implied who we were dealing with
2: they are set in different places too like the Mm -hmm. scream movies were set in california if i remember right and this is actually it's filmed in louisiana i think around new orleans isn't it yeah yeah, uh, so it's a different, totally different area.
1: Right. They are, uh, they both have wood in their town name. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <They do. laughs> and this where wherever this Lakewood is, it's clearly a an, you know an affluent area because the the house that that the chick who dies at the very beginning of the show she walks into is enormous and pretty badass. Kind of reminded me of the house from uh, When a Stranger Calls. Her name is Nina. I have it written down up top. Because I have a running body. Oh. We're at two right now. One off screen, one on screen. Nina Ooh. and Tyler. I'm hoping to keep that up as the series goes on so I can keep track of who's dead and who's alive.
1: I have one question. The the dock that Noah wakes up on is, you know, obviously the dock from The Thing and it's where the killer died. Mm-hmm. So basically, Brooke lives in the house where the killer died for property right i mean they don't mention it ever
0: mm-hmm. not yet anyway yeah
1: yeah but it's just hit that and like you would think with him bringing everything up like he would just be like this is rare but it never was said <laughs> but it but it leads to my one theory that I have, I have two theories on who the killer can
0: be okay um so the very end of the episode oh, go ahead
1: son.
2: oh oh there's, uh, sorry there's a there has been another slasher tv series besides that island tv series okay uh, what was it freddy's nightmares was a tv show lasted two seasons with freddy krueger wasn't, That's a slasher series.
0: But wasn't that just a like twilight zone type of thing yeah
2: i think he got involved though freddy was involved because it oh. was yeah yeah
0: i thought he was like have, the host like tales from the crypt he was the crypt keeper or whatever
2: he was the host, but he got involved in a couple of the episodes with some of the different weird shit going on, so. Gotcha. I have it all
1: somewhere. I'm totally legally, I'm sure. I've <laughs> never watched it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, the very end of it, we have uh, Noah, you know, finishing the story for this for this girl who clearly has a crush on him. Yeah. Um, we haven't really talked, before we get to that, I guess we haven't really talked about the adult characters in the show, which, I don't know, they were kind of the, the least interesting to me. But we have Emma's mom. Her name is Emma, apparently. So now I feel like an ass ask. I called her Emily earlier. But we have Emma's mom, Maggie, who we find out in this episode is also Daisy, but she was underage when it all happened. And so her dad had her name changed, yada, yada, yada. But she's the one who Brandon James, who I think I've also called Brandon Jacobs. But Brandon James has had a who fell in love with and ended up, you know, meeting her in the dock and then getting shot and presumably killed. And she has maybe a love interest in the town sheriff, Sheriff Clark Hudson, who happens to be Kieran's father. And so there's kind of a weird love rectangle thing going on there. We'll see what happens with that. But. The very end, we have this kind of montage of sorts. Um, we have Noah talking about. He says at one point, everyone is fair game, and you know, kind of don't focus on the horror. Focus on whether or not the there's a problem that the ultra attractive teacher pays a little too much attention to his female students, or that the you know smart girl is going to be ditching the do- jock. And so basically, it's pay attention to the characters and not just the horror of it, which is. I mean, it's pretty obvious. If you have a TV series, it's, you, you're going to have to do that. It also reveals a few things at the very end. So we have Audrey kind of rips something off the, rips a picture off the wall and reveals that uh, a, a picture of Brandon James underneath it. And then we have the, um, Jock, Jack, Jesus, Jake. <laughs> 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 we have Jake who, um, you know, everyone has secrets and then it shows Jake and it kind of spins around to reveal that Jake has video of Nina right before she is murdered. And then um, the very last one is uh, Noah and it's as it ends. And he kind of, he's like fixing his hair in the rear view mirror and then kind of moves his hand across his face. And there's kind of a blood streak that appears on his head. Who knows if that's a sign of things to come or what the hell that is. Uh, just something I
1: noticed a big red herring.
0: Exactly. One of countless in the episode, but I mean, that's the pilot, right? So who knows? We'll see where it goes from here. I mean, overall I enjoyed it. Um, I'm excited to see the rest of it. I don't, the tie in. I mean, you could have easily, you could easily have never seen any of the scream movies and watched this and, you know, enjoyed it or understood what was going on because the only References that there are to the screen movies are the uh, caricatures, you know, the, the cardboard cutouts of who they were, who the original characters were, is basically who these people are. But it, what does that matter? Because obviously, you know, the writers are going to try to change things up so that we don't know who it is.
1: You hope at least.
0: <laughs> Jesus, yeah. <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> um, so, Chris, please divulge your... Top secret information. Who do you, oh, what do you think's top... going on?
1: Well, I have, I have two, two assumptions. Okay. I think Brooke's dad might be the killer. Just in a weird, you know, Sydney's dad had left for something, but he hadn't really left thing. Brooke's was just, dad. happened to. Okay. Yeah. We never met him.
0: Right. He was, which uh,
1: means he's perfect.
0: He was fucking somebody, right? She's like, yeah, he's out yeah. having sex. I'm having a party. That's the way the world turned or yeah. something. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that's my, like, really far out there guess. Mm-hmm. My other guess is that it's the sheriff. And, well. and my re- my reasoning is, I don't understand how his son is new to town, but he's the town sheriff. Like, that scenario doesn't work. I mean, maybe his parents were divorced, and he just moved there. We don't have that backstory, but I wouldn't be surprised if maybe... He was the elephant man and got well a shit ton of plastic surgery done. Yeah,
2: then he was living with this wasn't he living with his mom?
0: His mom and his stepdad died in a car accident.
2: in a car accident, uh, yeah. Uh, I must have skipped that, but that's still my theory.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about you Ash you ever... they... Oh I'm sorry, go ahead. That... No,
2: that's my theory. I'm sticking with
0: it. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Ash? Do you have any any killer theories at all?
2: Everyone's a suspect. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Deep. no, um, I, I don't, I think the sheriff's barking up the wrong tree with Noah. Um, I, uh, he's, he's got some of the smarts to pull it off, but I, he, the, he's, he's got too many plans in the future type of thing. Um, you know, plans outside of the town to be screwing it up with that. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think our my money would be on the two jocks, or that Brandon James didn't actually die on the docks, and he's out there still. You know, not maybe not supernatural, but you know, he's kind of lived in hiding, and now that uh, now that the daughter is starting to look like Daisy, he's decided it's time, type of thing. But. I don't know. Uh, I I don't have a suspect. Good one off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't either. That's my yeah. My I don't have any any theories yet. I think they just they do a good job of making it out so that it could literally be anyone at this point. And so I just don't have a theory. I'll, I'll save my theory for a later episode. Oh, it's no fun. I know.
1: Best part is when <laughs> when I get shut down and one of them gets off like next episode. <laughs> Now, did, did you guys watch the preview For next week's episode No
2: I didn't watch the preview for next week's episode They had um, the season on Scream Type of thing And it was like all right. from all over the place Alright so, so I'll
1: keep my trap shut On who dies then Because it's revealed in the preview.
0: Oh yeah don't tell us <laughs> Um so, Why would you mention that in the
2: trailer <laughs> For the next episode <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why it's someone that's not that important.
2: Still! <laughs> it just kills the whole shock value. Whatever.
0: What do you think? Are we expecting like a kill per episode or what? Because I mean we had two this time but one was off screen so that kind of is iffy. I mean what, what, how many kills do you think we're going to get each episode?
1: Well I was disappointed that we didn't get one at the end. Me too. Of this episode. I, I really was hoping for it. Um I hope at least won an episode, or I'm going to be really disappointed, because I don't want to be watching Vampire Diaries.
0: <laughs> so we're just so, watching that's... The Other Room right now.
2: Uh, Actually, depending on where you're at you're in the season of Vampire Diaries, it could have a higher kill count than we have with the Scream TV show right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the early seasons. were.
2: Oh, I okay, happens. yeah. I, I haven't watched the recent seasons, but yeah.
0: Yeah, she's re-watching it for like the third time, and uh, she's seen the whole series. She's a big fan, so... But anyway, so what? What are your? I mean, what overall thoughts. I mean, is this a success? Was this a successful pilot or not?
2: Uh, I was actually not expecting much out of this at all. I hadn't watched or seen anything about it other than I saw the mask, and I was like, "eh." And then you guys were like, "Oh, we're going to watch it and podcast about it." So I was like, "All right." And then I actually watched it, and I was like, "This is actually pretty good." So I'm actually pleasantly surprised. I'm uh, I'm a little annoyed that it feels too much like they're ripping off their own movie for this. Mm -hmm. Um, But it it feels like it, but at the same time, the characters are, while they start off as caricatures, almost, are the same, you know, the same slots from the Scream film. They're different by enough to, they're not exactly the same characters. Like, uh, Noah isn't like, uh, exactly like, um, oh god, Randy. uh, Randy. Randy. I mean, he, he's into serial killers, not necessarily films, and he's a hell of a lot more philosophical than Randy was. Randy's all like all over the place and just batshit crazy about, you know, horror films. And Noah's actually more about the actual real serial killers, and he's kind of got, you know, philosophical opinions on none the stuff. So I'd like that. But I, overall, I'm, I'm liking where they're going with it. I'm just kind of curious if they're going to be able to keep up the tension, or if it's going to just kind of plummet for a couple of episodes, and then they'll start building it back up again. You know, maybe I had too high of expectations,
1: but I just feel let down that it's, it just feels like, because I've seen Scream 4, and Scream 4 is a mockery of Scream 1 and Sense because we have the 2.0 versions of all of them, so these are like the 3.0 versions, so it just feels like a complete retread. I was hoping for something a little newer, but with like some throwbacks for the fans, which we kind of get with the scenes, but they feel a little too cut and paste. I mean, I'm not going to ditch it, but (laughs) if I wasn't a fan, I probably wouldn't continue watching it.
0: Like I love Scream 4. I watched it again like twice in the past three months and I I still love Scream 4. And I think this is
1: great. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I think this one does do enough different. I mean, there's a possibility that the Scream TV series is going supernatural, which is, you know, unlike what has what Scream has done in the past. And so, I mean, I think it, it does. I'm kind of, I'm on ashes, but where this is, it's different enough. These characters are un- unique enough. Um, are they unique enough to last this entire 10 episode season? Well, I don't know. We'll see. But I like where it's heading. I like what we've got so far. I like that it's hilarious. I've laughed a lot already i wrote down fucking lines from the show already like that's that's a good sign in my book and so uh i'm excited i liked it uh not great but definitely something that i'm uh you know interested to to watch next week we'll see it'll be interesting to see if it has the pull that some of my you know favorite tv series do so we'll see so you were talking about you know will this continue and depends on the ratings are they well here it i i checked it out and And this is from Variety.com. So in Nielsen's live plus same day estimates, Scream averaged a 0.45 rating in adults 18 to 49 and 1.03 million viewers overall in the 10 o'clock hour. So it did a good job retaining a lot of the viewers that were watching um, an original episode of Teen Wolf, which was on MTV before that, which earned like a 0.5 rating in the 18 to 49 demographic and 1.18 million viewers. So it did lose some. And it was actually Tuesday's number three rated original cable series for its demographic between uh, for adults, 18 to 34. It received a 0. .65 rating. It was beaten by Teen Wolf and Pretty Little Liars, which are obviously Ooh, two established liars. series.
1: So we'll see how <laughs> I it was. One of those.
0: I can't imagine which one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not Teen Wolf, although those previews were looking pretty good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I wanted to watch the first couple seasons because I went to undergrad with the with Crystal Reed, who was like the um, love interest in the first couple seasons of Teen Wolf. So I, but I never got a chance to watch it. But anyway, all right. So that's our first episode on the pilot episode of the Scream series. I am going to do a lot more editing than I first anticipated, but that's all right. So this episode will hopefully be up on the, uh, Saturday or s- potentially Sunday because I'll be gone because it's all 4th of July, all day Saturday. So... We'll see, but any other thoughts, any, any closing remarks, anything to leave us with, leave the viewer with, or anything to leave the listener with? All right. Good shit. All right. So, (laughs) so the goal is to watch the TV series Tuesday night, record the podcast Wednesday night and release it that following weekend. So hopefully we'll be able to keep on this. Um, As long as the series doesn't turn to shit and we actually all stay interested, but we'll see. All right. So thank you, guys. Uh, Make sure you check out cinefessions.com for the latest from Ash, Chris, and myself. Stay tuned for the Star Trek series review, a Star Wars series review, and make sure you check out this past week's Instant Cinefessions, where Ash detailed a lot of different uh, recommendations for movies that appeared on Netflix for the first time this past week. Thank you guys very much for joining us and we will catch you next time.